Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. In this episode, I will be breaking down all the action in Week 9 in the NFL, so it will actually be the early games in the Thursday Nighter as well. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, you know what time it is. It's that time of the week once again. It's week nine in the NFL, so this is your roundup. Starting with Thursday's game, Indianapolis Colts hosting the Jets, the New York Jets, and beating them. Actually, this was a pretty high-scoring game for a Thursday. Uh, 45-30. to And let's look at the Colts story with the quarterback, Carson Wentz. I tell you what, Carson Wentz finding a way to get it done, even against a woeful Jets. Um, For him, 30 pass attempts, 22 completions, 272 yards with three touchdowns. He ran it four times for 13 yards, was sacked once, so... Carson Wentz uh, getting into a little bit of a groove there with the uh, Indianapolis Colts there. So uh, he's playing great. Actually, uh, he was a uh, emergency start for me because uh, Aaron Rodgers, and I'll talk about him later, uh, he ended up getting COVID, so I, I needed a quarterback bad. So Carson Wentz was out there, picked him up, starting him Thursday. I'm a happy camper, so. So the running backs, in terms of the running game, it all starts and ends with Jonathan Taylor. 19 rushes, 172 yards, and two touchdowns. Also caught two passes on two targets for 28 yards. So um, there's no need for me to beat a dead horse here, but Jonathan Taylor is playing right about now, I say, probably top five. Um. He's in the top five discussion as far in terms of running backs in the league. He's really turned it on for this Colts uh, run game. Naheem Hines, six rushes for him, 74 yards. He had a touchdown, and then he had four catches for 34 yards on six targets. So the run game totally effective, which is no surprise because they were facing the Jets, who hasn't been great against the run. In terms of the pass game, Michael Pittman Jr. continues his hot streak. Five catches for him, 64 yards, and a touchdown. And that was on six targets. So he continues. He's finally getting a little bit of rapport with uh, Carson Wentz. So that's a good thing. Uh, Zach Pascal, four catches for him, 58 yards on seven targets. Danny Pinter, the guard, uh, caught a pass for two yards and a touchdown. So, you know, where they call uh, uh, Lyman is eligible. So uh, I guess that kind of worked on that play. And then Jack Doyle, uh, one catch for him, one yard and a touchdown. And that was on two targets. So uh, running pass, totally effective in this one. In terms of the Jets, Mike White, who had the great week last week, he actually started off pretty hot here. Um, 
11 pass attempts, 7 completions, 95 yards, and a touchdown. So he was on his way to a nice game. He wasn't sacked, but he did get injured in this one. Uh, actually, an arm injury in the first quarter. So in comes Josh Johnson, who plays a great game himself. Uh, 20, 27 completions on 41 pass attempts. 317 yards, uh, three touchdowns, and an interception. He ran it four times for 18 yards and was sacked twice. So so your passing game pretty much gets 400 yards plus. So, um, which begs the question, uh, your franchise quarterback, Zach Wilson, when he comes back, will he be able to kind of replicate what's going on here because last week Mike White if you remember passed for 400 yards these two combined passed for 400 yards so I don't you know I'm sure it's a tall order asking a rookie to throw for that many yards but I'm just saying you're seeing success here in the past game so what's what's happening with the uh, franchise quarterback Zach Wilson so Anyhow, uh, in terms of the run game, Michael Carter uh, continues to dominate the backfield. 13 rushes, 49 yards. Then he had a catch for 37 yards on two targets. So, And then his backup, Ty Johnson, lost the fumble in this one, actually. Four rushes, 21 yards, and he had two catches for 40 yards in a touchdown. And that was on three targets. So, you know, you get a little something from your backup, that's something. But um, unless you're in a deep league, I doubt if you had Ty Johnson in your lineup. In terms of the past game, again, they're without Corey Davis. So Elijah Moore really stepping up. Seven catches for him, uh, 84 yards and two touchdowns on eight targets. So uh, Elijah Moore looking good. Whether he can do that with Wilson in there, we'll see. Keelan Cole, five catches for him, 66 yards on eight targets. Jameson Crowder, five catches for him, 38 yards on seven targets. And then uh, Ryan Griffin, your tight end, four catches, 28 yards, and a touchdown on seven targets. So next up for the Jets, they host the Buffalo Bills, who will be foaming at the mouth. I'll explain later. And uh, the Colts will get their hosting Jacksonville. So moving on to the Sunday games now, the early slate of games. And we're going to start with Cleveland going to Cincinnati and beating them down 41 to 16. And this one, then remember, um, they released Odell Beckham Jr. So uh, a lot was being made of that, you know, um, in terms of, you know, uh, his fit with this team. You know, this is a run-oriented team. So there was a lot of discussion in that regard. And, of course, Baker Mayfield with the, you know, wishing him the best and, you know, that sort of thing. So, uh, you know, it's kind of made that it was bad blood or whatever the case. So, in any event, let's see what uh, the Browns did here. 
Baker Mayfield. Uh, at this point, he is a game manager. Baker Mayfield is a game manager, a guy you start in probably two quarterback leagues and hope for the best. Uh, and he was fine in this. 21 pass attempts, 14 completions, 218 yards, two touchdowns. He was sacked twice. So, again, he's not going to do anything to – he's not going to go beyond himself. He's going to stay within the framework of the playbook. So, um, that's what you're going to get with Maker, Baker Mayfield, uh, win, lose, or draw. In terms of the run game, of course, it's the – Dominance of Nick Chubb, especially with Kareem Hunt out. He really gets the lion's share here. 14 rushes, 137 yards for two touchdowns. And then he caught two passes for 26 yards. So we saw this Cincinnati defense get carved carved up last week by the, by the rookie Michael Carter. Uh, for the Jets, so it was no surprise to me that Chubb will be able to do this. Uh, my only caveat, though, Dearness Johnson, I thought he'd be a little more involved. Eight rushes for him for 16 yards, and that was about the size of it. So I thought he could really step into that Kareem Hunt role. Uh, maybe that's not the case. So definitely in uh, Daily Fantasy, you definitely want to consider Nick Chubb now that there's no Kareem Hunt Nick nipping at his heels. So he's a definite definite must play. You could build your roster around him. Anyhow, um, turns of the past game, Donovan Peoples Jones. I uh, I figured he would be the beneficiary of OBJ leaving town, and um, I think I'm pretty much right about this. Two catches, 86 yards, and a touchdown on three targets. So, um, then you have Jarvis Landry, three catches, 11 yards on five targets. Austin Hooper, two catches, 14 yards. And then J David Njoku, the other tight end, one catch for 18 yards and a touchdown. He was targeted three times. So, right now, the receiver to own at least in my eyes, is Donovan Peoples-Jones. So Jarvis Landry, I think he is what he is. I don't think you're going to get anything beyond that. Uh, the two tight ends are hit or miss. I think the consistent person right now is Donovan Peoples-Jones. That's the wide receiver or the pass catcher you want to own with, with the Browns. Moving on to the... Bengals side of things Joe Burrow really had a bad game in this one uh he 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 hasn't had a stinker in a while but uh this one qualifies 40 pass attempts 28 completions 282 yards two interceptions and he was sacked five times and within those interceptions was a pick six by Denzel Ward that he took 99 yards for the touchdown. Ouch. Yeah, so definitely not uh, Burrow's uh, finest moment here, but uh, he'll bounce back. Anyhow, in terms of the run game, Joe Mixon continues to have a fine season. 
13 rushes for him, 64 yards and two touchdowns. He caught five passes on five targets for 46 yards. And then his backup, Samaji Perrine, five rushes, 20 yards, two catches, 17 yards on three targets. So Mixon continues to do his thing. I, um, he's a play each and every week. Uh, that, that goes without saying. In terms of the pass game, well, you know, not much happening here. Um, T. Higgins did have a nice game, though. Six catches, 78 yards on eight targets. Jamar Chase, he's he had a stinker in this one. Only six catches, 49 yards. He was targeted 13 times, and he lost a fumble in this one. So, um, And they even tried to run it twice, but for zero yards. So uh, a rare bad game for Jamar Chase, who's come out of the gate like gangbusters. But, you know, he just had the bad one here. C.J. Uzuma, four catches, 24 yards for him on four targets. And then, like I said, <laughs> Tyler Boyd, who proved me wrong last week, back where I thought he would be. One catch, 11 yards, two targets. So, for the Bengals, thankfully, they get a bye. Um, remember, going into that Jet game last week, the Bengals were 5-2. and two. Uh, Now they stand at 5-4. and four going into this bye. So they got a lot of stuff they need to shore up, especially with that defense. And then for Cleveland coming up, they go to New England, uh, which won't be a walk in the park, that's for sure. Moving on to, this is one of the surprising results. Denver goes into Dallas and beat them soundly, 30-16. to 16. Uh, Let's start with the Broncos story. Teddy Bridgewater. I tell you what, here's another guy who manages the game. 28 pass attempts, 19 completions, 249 yards on, and one touchdown. He rushed it three times with minus one yards, but he did have a touchdown. Go figure. Uh, sacked four times as well. Still, you're getting sacked a t- too much for my liking. And then this week also, if something were to happen to Bridgewater, they'd have been in a fix because Drew Drew Locke, he was actually out for this game. So um, they would have been in uh, a tight spot if uh, something happened to Bridgewater. Anyhow, in terms of the run game, actually a pretty productive game on the ground. Javante Williams, seven rushes, 111 yards. This by far is his best uh, game of the season. Melvin Gordon Jr. continues to to uh, be the proverbial fly in the ointment. Uh, 21 rushes, 80 yards, and a touchdown. And then he had two catches for 15 yards on three targets. So the run game totally effective in this one. And then in terms of the pass game, uh, Tim Patrick was the beneficiary in this one. Four catches, 85 yards, and a touchdown on five targets. And then Jerry Judy, who's kind of rounding into form here. Six catches for 69 yards on eight targets. So, all in all, you know, 
solid effort all around there. In terms of Dallas, um, yeah, Dax Prescott was uh, pretty bad in this one. 39 pass attempts, only 19 completions, 232 yards, two touchdowns, an interception. He was sacked twice. He ran it twice for 16 yards. And I was kind of watching some of this game via uh, NFL Red Zone. And at one point in the game, Zach Prescott was 6 for 17 for 95 yards. I couldn't believe it. I mean, they were really shutting him down. And, of course, you know, once they were up 30 nothing, you know, uh, they kind of let the guard up. So, anyhow, um, yeah, so not great for Pre uh, Prescott, that's for sure. Ezekiel, in terms of run game, Ezekiel Elliott, um, 10 rushes for 51 yards. Then he had three catches for... 25 yards so Ezekiel not the great game that you normally expect um the Denver defense really came to play in this one Tony Pollard four four rushes 11 yards and then he had the one catch for 32 yards on two targets so so there was a concentrated effort to bottle up the run game and seem they did that as well in terms of the passing game Dalton Schultz Leading the way, four catches for 54 yards on five targets. Amari Cooper, two catches, 37 yards on five targets. And then C.D. Lamb, only two catches for 23 yards. And he was targeted nine times. Wow. And then their third receiver, or maybe even fourth receiver at this point, Malik Turner. Five catches for him, 83 yards, and two touchdowns, and he was targeted seven times. So um, I don't know what happened with Cedric Wilson, but it is what it is. So anyhow, moving, uh, coming up for Dallas, they host Atlanta, so Dallas needs to right the ship uh, next week against Atlanta. And then Denver, they host uh, the Philadelphia Eagles in what should be a uh, it should be entertaining, I think. Moving on to the Miami Dolphins hosting the Houston Texans. I thought this have a chance to be kind of ugly, and it kind of lived up to that. Um, Miami 17, Houston 9. Uh, Jacoby Brissett filling in for Tua, who was out in this one. 43 pass attempts. Ooh, that's a lot of pass attempts. Uh, 25 completions, 244 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions. He was sacked four times. Um, and then in terms of the run game, the uh, Miles Gaskin, I guess it's an okay game. 20 rushes, 34 yards, and a touchdown, then six catches for 23 yards. So, what? Would have been kind of a middling game if it weren't for the touchdown. So what can you do? Salvin Ahmed, four rushes for him for six yards. So um, so not effective, the run game, that's for sure. In terms of the passing game, Jalen Waddle. Um, somehow when Brissett is in, 
he has eyes for Waddle, uh, thankfully, which is a good thing because you figure Tua and Waddle, you know, will obviously have the connection being, you know, college teammates. But uh, Brissett goes to him just as well. Eight catches, 83 yards on 10 targets. And then Mike Gesicki, four catches, 54 yards on eight targets. And then the lone touchdown went to Mac Hollins. Three catches, 22 yards with the touchdown on six targets. So not the greatest of games in the air, but, you know, effective enough if you have any of these uh, guys here. In terms of the Texans, this offense is bad, guys. He had 43 pass attempts. He only had 24 completions. 240 yards. Three interceptions. He ran it three times for 23 yards. He was sacked five times. So, And this is Tyrod Taylor coming back from his injury. Um, definitely not a good showing from him. In terms of the run game, it's still an absolute dumpster fire. Uh, Philip Lindsay, eight rushes, 28 yards. And then David Johnson, four rushes, 11 yards. He did catch three catches for 29 yards on five targets. So, um, again, you probably want no parts of this um, run game whatsoever. What can you do? In terms of the pass, passing game, Brandon Cooks continues to be tied to this offense. Poor guy. Six catches. 56 yards on 13 targets, so absolutely misfiring there. Uh, Danny Amendola, three catches, 49 yards. He was targeted seven times. Chris Connolly, two catches, 38 yards on three targets. And then Nico Collins targeted three times, three catches, 25 yards. So for the Houstons, they go on a bye. So um, maybe the... Rest or so can do Tyrod Taylor in this offense good. I don't I don't actually hold a lot of faith in that, but you know, I just just figured I'd say it. Um <laughs> Miami hosts the Baltimore Ravens for a Thursday nighter, so uh they'll be on the short weeks. So moving on to Atlanta Falcons going to New Orleans and uh, beating them 27 to 25 in a nail biter, but uh, at the end, uh, Atlanta got uh, a last minute field goal to win this one. In terms of Atlanta, Matt Ryan had a pretty good game, uh, all things considered. 30 pass attempts, 23 completions, 343 yards, and two touchdowns. Pretty good. Uh, five rushes for eight yards and another touchdown. He was sacked twice, so counter for three touchdowns. Uh, that's pretty good for Matt Ryan. In terms of the run game, let's talk about it. Uh, Mike Davis, nine rushes, 13 yards. He had one catch for five yards on two targets. Cordero Patterson continues to be the guy. Nine rushes for only 10 yards. But he caught six passes for 126 yards. So uh, I know I say it 
I'm a broken record with this, but Cordell Patterson is the guy to play over there. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. Um, Mike Davis just cannot be rostered at this point. He just cannot. I understand. I get it. It's the running back position. It's a scarce position, but this guy is giving you deadly squats. So, <sighs> anyhow, <laughs> the Falcons pass game. Russell Gage, who was MIA last week, seven catches for him on seven targets for 64 yards. Uh, Kyle Pitts also targeted seven times, only uh, three catches for 62 yards. Almighty Zacchaeus, three catches for him for 58 yards and two touchdowns. And he got that on three targets, so... Fine game for him. Um, not sure if too many guys had him in fan- fantasy, but uh, and Hayden Hurst two catches for 16 yards on three targets. So, moving on to the Saints. Um, remember now they're without Jameis Winston, who went down with the knee injury. So it was a seemed like it was kind of a mix of Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill. Uh, Simeon. 41 pass attempts, 25 completions, 249 yards, two touchdowns. He was sacked once, and he lost a fumble in this one. And then Taysom Hill, he was in um, two pass attempts, two completions, uh, 33 yards, and then he had one rush for four yards. So so it seems like Sean Payton's is going to – Mix and match between the two quarterbacks. So, um, yeah, so I guess if you're in a two-quarterback league, you probably want to take Trevor Simeon at this point. It seems like Sean Payton is going with the more traditional quarterbacks. So, um, you know, yeah, desperate times call for desperate measures at this point. In terms of the run game, Alvin Kamara, 13 rushes, 50 yards, and a touchdown. He caught four passes for 54 yards on seven targets. So, it's an okay game for Kamara. You definitely take that. Uh, Mark Ingram, uh, nine rushes for 43 yards, and he caught five passes for 21 yards. So, I don't want to say the word, but um, it looks like they acquired... Mark Ingram to use him. It's obvious. So, um, what that means for Kamara, probably less touches, I, I imagine, because right in this game here, Kamara gets uh, seven touches, Ingram gets 14 touches. So, will that be the case going forward? Perhaps it is because. Uh, remember, they're without Winston, so they're going to have to compensate some sort of way. So this could be a sign of things to come. And if you drafted Kamara early, like in the first round early, and you're seeing this, you're not a happy camper, that's for sure. Anyhow, in terms of the past game, Traycon Smith, um, he's starting to come on a little bit. Three catches, 53 yards on four targets. Deontay Harris. Six catches for him, 52 yards on eight targets. Adam Troutman, uh, I mentioned last week, he was the darling of preseason, the tight end. 
Four catches, 47 yards on seven targets. Uh, Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills is still around. Uh, Two catches for 30 yards and a touchdown on five targets. And then Marquise Callaway, he had the other touchdown. Three catches, 25 yards with the touchdown on six targets. So, uh, in terms of the Saints, they go to Tennessee next week in what will be a tough one. And then Atlanta, they go to Dallas in what will be a tough one for them. So, uh, moving on to the New York football Giants taking on the Raiders. And remember, the Raiders are kind of an embattled team now with the uh, departure of John Gruden and now with the um, the vehicle vehicular homicide um, that uh, Henry Ruggs is undergoing. Uh, yeah, so they're they're really you know off the field. They're really uh, got some issues there. That's for sure. Uh, condolences to the young lady who passed in this one. Her she was twenty five years of age. Uh, you definitely hate to hear that, especially someone so young. Uh, anyhow, um, let's talk about the game itself. The Giants win this one 23-16 uh, in terms of the Giants. Danny Dimes, uh, 20 pass attempts, 15 completions. Only 110 yards in the touchdown. He was sacked twice, lost a fumble, and then he ran it four times for 17 yards. So definitely not the greatest day in the air, that's for sure. So, um, yeah. In terms of the run game, they really made an effort to really run it against the Raiders. Devontae Booker, uh, again, doing his best. Saquon impression, 21 rushes for 99 yards, and then he caught three passes on three targets for 23 yards. So uh, definitely, you definitely take that um, if he got shares in Booker. Elijah Penny, five rushes for him, 35 yards, two rushes for two catches for minus eight yards. So. Um, in terms of the past game, uh, Evan Ingram sighting. Three catches for him, 38 yards in the touchdown. He was targeted three times. Uh, Kenny Galladay, who is back from his injury, uh, two catches for 28 yards, targeted twice. And Kyle Rudolph, four catches for 20 yards on five targets. In terms of the Raiders, Derek Carr. 46 pass attempts, 30 completions, 296 yards. He did have a touchdown, but he had two in interceptions, one of which turned into a pick six for Xavier McKinney, who took it 41 yards for the touchdown. So um, definitely not what you want to see from Derek Carr. In terms of the run game, Josh Jacobs actually had a decent game, 13 rushes. 76 yards, uh, and then he had four catches for 19 yards. So, And then there's Kenyon Drake, 
four rushes for him, 30 yards. He did catch six passes, though, for 70 yards, and that's on eight targets. So, um, so Drake getting the 100 yards total of total offense there, whereas uh, Josh Jacobs gets 95. So, uh, in terms of the pass game, Darren Waller, who's back from his injury now, seven catches for him, 92 yards on 11 targets. You definitely take that. Hunt, Hunter Renfro, seven catches for him, 49 yards in the touchdown on nine targets. And Brian Edwards, uh, zero catches, and he was targeted four times. So I think in the absence of rugs now, I think uh, you definitely can look to a guy like Renfro. I think he will be used uh, quite often here. And, of course, Darren Waller, that goes without saying. I think anything after that is just a coin toss. So uh, these are the two receivers you need to own if you um, have any shares in uh, this Raiders offense. So for the Raiders next week, they are actually on Sunday night football where they host the Kansas City Chiefs in a division rivalry. So that should be a pretty entertaining one, I would think. And then the Giants, they go on a bye. So uh, Giants uh, stepping into the bye with a two-game win streak. So let's see what they can do coming out of that. Moving on to the New England Patriots going to Carolina and pretty much embarrassing them uh 24 to 6 um okay uh in terms of the patriots uh let's talk about mac jones mac jones game manager extraordinaire at this point for the rookie uh definitely doing his best uh brady as a rookie impression here uh 18 pass attempts 12 completions, and he had 138 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He did lose a fumble in this one and was sacked twice. So, Mac Jones playing within himself. You know, he doesn't make, well, he made a couple in this game, but, you know, he's not going to make the big errors that, you know, really cost you ball games. So, it seems that's the case. Uh, in terms of the run game, Damian Harris uh, got a head injury in this one, but not before he got 15 rushes for 30 yards and a touchdown, and he caught one pass for three yards. Uh, if he, if that's the case of him being hurt, the next man up would be Ramondre Stevenson, but he got a head injury in this one. 10 rushes for him, 62 yards, and two catches for 44 yards. So if both of them went down, next man up would be Brandon Bolden. Eight rushes for him, 54 yards, and he caught two passes for 27 yards. So uh, the run game, you know, it's pretty deep. So um, hopefully these head injuries aren't concussions. We'll see how they practice during the week. Well, we'll see the evaluations during the week as well. So uh, just... uh, you got shares in Harris, like myself. 
you're kind of on pins and needles trying to find out what's going on with that. So we'll see. In terms of the pass game, eh, not much happening. Kendrick Bourne, three catches for 34 yards on four targets. Uh, Hunter Henry continues his, uh, you know, his kind of streak of getting touchdowns here. Uh, two catches for 19 yards and a touchdown on three targets. Jonu Smith, one catch for him, four yards on two targets. And then Jacoby Myers, one catch for eight yards on four targets. So, And then for Carolina, uh, Sam Darno, he's been in a tough, tough slump. Uh, 33 pass attempts, 16 completions. 172 yards with three interceptions, including a pick six that uh, J.C. Jackson took to the house, 88 yards. So, yeah, definitely, um, yeah, things are going south for Darno. He also rushed it three times for nine yards, was sacked once. So, yeah, it's not looking good for him. Christ, uh, in terms of the run game, Christian McCaffrey is back. He had uh, 14 rushes for 52 yards, and then he caught four passes for uh, 45 yards on five targets. So definitely, you definitely take that um, in McCaffrey's return. Hopefully he stays upright the rest of the way, especially for you guys, you know, who spent your top pick on him. So uh, we'll see how that goes. And... The four catches was on five targets, by the way. Uh, Chubba Hubbard now in the backup role, three rushes for three yards. He did ca- have a catch for 33 yards on two targets. So, again, I say I would hold Hubbard just in case uh, McCaffrey gets dinged up again. I know that's a roster spot, but, you know, um, Hopefully, you don't have too many buys coming up that may hurt you. So, I was um, kind of whole Hubbard. In terms of the pass game, not much going on. Uh, DJ Moore, three catches for 32 yards on seven targets. Um, Amir Abdullah, one, the, the, the other running back, four catches for 30 yards on five targets. And then Robbie Anderson, I've lamented his woes each and every week. This week is more the same. One catch for two yards on three targets. So, yeah, so he's mired in a uh, pretty bad bad slump, guys. So, for New England coming up, they host the Cleveland Browns. And then for Carolina coming up for them... Carolina will face uh have to get back to you on that one. Uh, I thought I knew what it was. I thought I made a note of it, but I did not. Sorry about that, guys. So next game is Jacksonville hosting the Buffalo Bills and what no surprising score here. Jacksonville winning the uh, sort of field goal uh, <laughs> contest here. Nine to six. Uh, yeah, this one absolute, absolutely baffled me. Um, Trevor Lawrence, 26 pass attempts, 15 completions, 
for 118 yards. He was sacked twice in this one. Uh, and then C.J. Beffert uh, made an appearance in this one. Two pass attempts, two completions for 33 yards. So sort of a weird game, that's for sure. Um, in terms of the run game, <clears throat> uh, Carlos Hyde subbing for James Robinson, who was uh, out for this one. Carlos Hyde, 21 rushes, 67 yards. And then he had one catch on five, for five yards on two targets. So uh, not the greatest of games of ground, but, you know, this this was par for the course for this game, I guess. So, anywho, um, in terms of the passing game, Dan Arnold led everyone. Uh, four catches, 60 yards on seven targets. And then Jamal Ag Agnew, he's getting a lot of run lately. Um, three catches, 27 yards. That's on five targets. He ran the ball once for 11 yards. Uh, Lavishka Chenault Jr., four catches for him, uh, 24 yards. And he had one rush for minus seven yards. And uh, Marvin Jones pretty much MIA in this one. Uh yeah, this was a head-scratcher, guys. Anyway, let's move on to the Buffalo Bills, which is even more of a head-scratcher. Josh Allen, not as great as of days, that's for sure. 47 pass attempts, 33 completions, 264 yards, two interceptions. He was sacked four times. He ran it five times for 50 yards, so... um. Yeah, yeah, this is not uh, Josh Allen's finest hour, but, um, you know, these kind of days happen. Uh, in terms of the run game, Zach Moss got hurt in this one. He only had six uh, yards on three rushes, and then he caught two passes for 18 yards, and that's on uh, four targets. So um, the diagnosis doesn't look that good, guys, so... If Devin Singletary is out there, you may want to grab him because he's going to see the extra looks. Uh, speaking of Singletary, uh, six rushes, 16 yards. He did have seven catches for 43 yards on eight targets. So, yeah, so his usage will definitely go up if Zach Moss would, were to miss time. So definitely scour the waiver wires to see if he's around. Anyhow, um, in terms of the pass game, not much happening there. Uh, Stephon Diggs, six catches for 85 yards on eight targets. Then you have Emmanuel Sanders, four catches, 65 yards on eight targets as well. And then Cole Beasley, eight catches for 33 yards. He was targeted 11 times. So, again, I say, you know, with Dawson Knox not being around, uh, it seems like Cole Beasley is definitely getting more looks now, and that's the case. So, uh, Moving on for Buffalo, they travel to the Jets. So they go downstate to the Jets. Um, and I wouldn't want to be the Jets at that point uh, facing the Bills after this uh, embarrassment. And then Jacksonville hosts the Indianapolis Colts. No, they go to the Indianapolis Colts. I'm sorry. So, uh, in a division game as well. So, 
Moving on to the ball to Baltimore going to well hosting the Minnesota Vikings and beating them in overtime 34 to 31. Guys, Minnesota was up in this game 24 to 10 early in the thir- third quarter. And then um in fact, the third quarter started with uh Kenne Mwangu taking it to the house. Um the kickoff 98 yards. So you just figured that the uh, the Ravens would be demoralized, but not the case. They end up winning this one. Uh, let's talk about the Ravens. Lamar Jackson had a good game. Very good game. Uh, 41 pass attempts, 27 completions, 266 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, though. Was sacked three times. He ran it 21 times for... 120 yards. That's insane. Huh. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, solid game. In terms of the run game outside of Jackson, uh, Devonta Freeman, 13 rushes for him, 19, oh, not 19, 79 yards, and then he had two catches for four yards and a touchdown on three targets. And then Le'Veon Bell made his appearance in this one. Uh, 11 rushes, 48 yards, and he had a rushing touchdown. So so pretty much the ground game just pounding the front seven of the Vikings. In terms of the pass attack, Marquise Brown, it's like every week I'm touting this guy. Nine Catches 116 yards on 12 targets. He's just having a solid year. Uh, Rashad Bateman, five catches, 52 yards on eight targets. Mark, it, it, easy for me to say. Mark Andrews, five catches for 44 yards. He was targeted 10 times, though. Uh, Patrick Richard, the fullback, three catches. 35 yards in a touchdown, targeted five times. And Devin DeVernay, two catches for eight yards in a touchdown. So, yeah, so, you know, uh, Ravens, an absolute unbelievable game that they came back and won. Uh, in terms of the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, Seems like he's always on the other side of these types of games. Uh, maybe it's me, but it always seems that way. Uh, 28 pass attempts, 17 completions, 187 yards, two touchdowns. He did have one rush for one yard and a touchdown. And he no sacks for him. So, actually, it seemed like it'd be a solid game for him, but I <sighs> can't put a finger on it. Uh, in terms of the run game, Dalvin Cook starts and ends with him. 17 rushes, 110 yards. He caught three passes for 12 yards. And then Alexander Madison, who's totally unplayable when uh, Cook is out there. Four rushes for zero yards and then one catch for three yards. In terms of the pass game, <clears throat> Justin Jefferson Three catches for 69 yards and a touchdown. He's targeted five times. Tyler Conklin is starting to get to work. 
yards. Seven targets, five catches for 45 yards. Uh, Adam Thielen, only two catches for six yards, but he did have the touchdown in this one. Um, I mentioned uh, Justin Jefferson had a touchdown as well. He did. So, uh, so both touchdowns going to your prime targets. Uh, Adam Thielen was targeted seven times. And then K.J. Osborne, one catch, 20 yards on two targets. So, Coming up for the Vikings, they actually go to the L.A. Chargers. Um, they're going to need all hands on deck in that one. And then Baltimore has the Thursday nighter where they go to Miami to play the Dolphins. So, all right, guys, that's the slate of early games. So when I come back, I will be doing the late games as well as the Sunday night and the Monday night games as well. So uh, so just stick and stay, guys. I'll be back with those updates as well. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms. You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD That Sports Dude. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GD That Sport Dude. You can also write to me at That Sports Dude GD at gmail.com. You can also hit my Zelle at that same email address to support this podcast. And again, I value and appreciate you listening to the podcast.